0: God is love, our God is love, oh hallelujah, oh hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Dwan Hill. And I'm Cheryl Stark. And we are the worship pastors here at Cross Point Church. We'd like to welcome you to the Advent 2023 podcast. Thanks for joining us.
2: As we step into this season, a time of intentional waiting, reflecting on Jesus's birth and looking forward to his return, our hope is that we can pause together and learn what God wants to teach us through songwriting in this four part podcast series.
1: Yeah, and together we will take a look at the inner workings of Crosspoint Music's latest release called Here Now. It's a four song EP that we want to be the soundtrack that guides you through the beauty and wonder of the Advent season. Each song represents and corresponds with the four weeks of Advent, hope, peace, love, and joy. Each episode features one song from the Here Now EP and some of the voices that help bring that song to life.
2: On today's episode, we have our good friends, Amanda Burnitch and Bobby Myers joining us as we talk about the theme of love and the new Crosspoint Music original song that they both sing on called God is Love. Well, hi, Amanda. Hi, Bobby. Good Thank you all for joining
1: us. Thanks for having Dewan. us. I'm here How today. How are you <laughs> What's up? Merry um, Christmas, everybody. Merry it's Christmas. It's so Christmas.
2: exciting. Tis the season. It's almost Christmas. Almost. It's almost Christmas, and uh, we've been working hard, getting ready for our Christmas Eve services, yep. and uh, buying all the presents for family and loved ones, and it's just such an honor to sit with um, all three of you, Dewan, but especially Amanda and Bobby today. Welcome. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, how long have you been going to Crosspoint? How long have you been serving as one of our worship leaders? We'd love to hear from you. You're the OG. You go first, I, Well, body. not really. <laughs> you okay.
3: um, I guess I started going to Crosspoint Um Uh, 2016. So toward the um, fall of that year, I started attending at a good friend who was on the worship team and and encouraged me to attend. I was kind of transitioning between another church that I loved. And um, so I started coming here. I loved it. I felt like immediately I kind of had family, which is really cool. I love that feeling because I'm very introverted. So it's nice to feel mm-hmm. brought into the fold, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah and uh, after a few months, I auditioned for the team and um, been on the worship team. I started with students on Wednesday nights. I'm still doing that. Yes, and uh, on weekends, I love it.
4: Oh, so grateful for you, Bobby. Grateful to be here. What about you, Amanda? Bobby was actually the person who took my audition. I remember he was that. so nice. Really? And I walked in and was he was, lobby Bobby?
3: He was Bobby. He was greeting every he audition. Did. Lobby Bobby, <laughs> smile on my face. <laughs> so, what a warm present. He yeah.
4: was. He was so kind and I was scared to death. And he was so encouraging. He was like, It'll be great. It you was a quick
3: embarrassing story probably for oh, you. But um after Amanda's audition, Christina came out and she was like the girl who was just in there singing. First of all, she's gorgeous. Second of all, <laughs> her voice is incredible. Yes! She can lead worship, yes! and so that was. Uh, we were very excited. Oh, to have you, so. I
4: loved it. It was a good first experience. Yeah. I first started serving with that. That year was twenty eighteen. First came to Nashville at the end of twenty seventeen. Needed community. Found Cross Point. Did a little bit of church shopping, uh, but we have kids, so that feels almost impossible to do for a very long time. And my husband was like, we loved Crosspoint. Why don't we just go back to Crosspoint? So we did. And uh, it was such a gift. Really hard year, but the best year. And trying to get your feet under you after a move is really difficult. And I know a lot of people in this community have done that. And so I quickly realized that I was not alone. And uh, it's been a beautiful community to step into. I feel really blessed and thankful to have found Crosspoint. You
2: guys bring so much to our team and to this church. Amanda, you are our Franklin Campus Worship Coordinator, and you help pastor a lot of um, the— the church attendees and our team there love the Franklin um, House. So yeah. tell us a little bit. Where is this your the first church you've worked at? Is um, have you recorded music before? Because now you are some featured vocalist on our song "God Is Love." Yes. And um, just tell us a little bit of the history of music and maybe even writing for you and working in
4: the church. Mm. Um, well, I have done studio work previously, but um, I think and have worked at a church previously, but what we get to do here has been by and far, um, just a deeper and wider experience of all of those things. Like you get to do it in pockets in your life, but here at Crosspoint, I think the beautiful thing about the things that we have gotten to help with is that it's just a more, um, it's, yeah, it's a deep and wide experience. Like we're all on the same team, running in the same way. You guys actually wrote the song that we are getting to sing. Um, maybe there was someone else yes, with you. Yes, yes, But, but we—that's the beautiful thing—is that we all have these pockets where you guys are writing it, and you get yeah. to bring it to the table. And Bobby and I were so thrilled to be. Yes, we will help sing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I have done things in the past, the thing that makes this experience so special is that there are so many hands on it. Yeah. And it's a true community effort. Um, so I have worked at a church in the past um, in Ohio. I've, I've been in ministry for a long time and have sang for a long time. Um, but getting to do it in this season of life with this team is a really special thing. That's great. So, That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's great.
3: How about you? Yeah. Um, I had no experience, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. You just jumped right in. I mean, very yes. little. I, you know, I have some friends who do production work, and I've um, been fortunate enough to do some, um, you know, recording with them just for some projects they're working on, so that's been really cool. Um, but nothing like this, um, which is a first for me, but I love the experience. Very privileged to be asked to take part, and um, I— I've told, you know, I tell my friends that whenever I'm leading worship, you know, I feel like it's the one area of my life when I'm doing it, I feel like I'm doing what I was created to do. Yeah. And and that's not even like, you know, don't have to be like a financial thing or, you know, a job. You know, I think that when you're doing what you're created to do, you're just walking with the Lord day to day. And so I think that that's just part of my walking with the Lord and that I'm very privileged to be able to do in an active way.
2: Yeah. There's such a fulfilling of uh, experience when we do that exactly. So well, I kind of want to dig into Advent and yeah. Christmas yeah. season. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. We have it is Advent. It's the fourth Sunday of Advent, which our focus is love. Yes. Um, I'd love to know. Speaking of Christmas, okay. do you have a favorite Christmas movie mm. of all Ooh. the movies this season? What might be your favorite Christmas movie, <gasps> or is there a Christmas song that you that you love, Dwan
1: I have—I defi- I, I mean, definitely. It's Home Alone, and it's— Oh, it's, yeah. You know, and there's a big argument between the first one and Lost in New York. I mean, I let's take a quick poll.
4: I mean, the original.
1: Original. Like, yeah. Original, yeah. absolutely. Original.
4: I mean, it's got to be the original. You okay. can't have I'll two go, without one.
1: I mean, that's true. I mean, they're just both so good. But the original <laughs> is just like, come on! I mean, it's just like— <laughs> Come on! How did they come up with that? I know. I'm going to have to go Home Alone. Okay. The original that's version.
4: Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. My daughter loves the Lauren Daigle— uh, jingle bells version that is very you know really? jingle bells jingle bells uh, jingle Sing Amanda. Oh. and it's so like oh, very yeah, it's real jazzy. Okay, y'all, she plays it in the summertime. Aww. We hear it. <laughs> year-round. My kind of girl. So when we, when we get to play it at Christmas, it's like, it just hits a little bit better, you know? But I we promise listen I'm t-
1: not trying to flex, but I am playing piano on that song. You are oh, not! And it's what? so funny because we did Dawn that Hill. session. We did that you session. You are not. <laughs> yes.
4: You are playing piano on that?
1: <laughs> yes. But it's funny. Surprise!
0: Fun. To
4: jingle wheels, jingle
1: wheels. <laughs> but it's, it's funny to me, we talked about this before how Chris's music really comes around every year. Yes. yes. And you just never know where it's going to end up. Yes. Yeah, you know, so I'm so happy that your daughter uh, is this.
4: How cool is Greta that? You know? Greta Burnage. Greta Burnage is playing your record.
1: Yeah, it's round. not my record, it's Lauren Dago. Well, <laughs> I, was, I was a side man, just glad to be in the room.
2: I'm just glad you remembered whatever version. There's so many times where I'll be like, have you heard this song? It's so good. <laughs> and Dewan will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then three weeks later, he goes, I actually got to. Write that song. Did you not see
1: it. I don't say that. Did you no.
2: I'll figure it out, although I'll like Google the lyrics and I'll see like songwriter Dewan Hill. Oh, and I'm like, Dewan. Man. So well, I, we kind that. of have a running joke where I'll go, if <laughs> if, if I like something, or oh, did you write it? Did you play on did it? Did you You're just ask him about Sometimes, it it. sometimes yeah. the answer is yes with a big smile. <laughs> sometimes and sometimes like it's it. like, no, oh, I did not. That's sweet. <laughs> How I'm cool glad, is that? I'm You're such a humble heart, though. You your um your wisdom and your gift has is really wide in the music music industry and so what an honor it is to get oh, to have you and to I'm partner wondering. with you Thanks. at our church oh, wow, um, yes. for this season. It is a sweet
1: yes. season. Yeah, I feel like I, I got to come to Cross Point on the heels of some challenges. Yeah. And you know, I've been in Nashville for a long time, so I had heard about the challenges, but I wasn't I didn't have a front real seat to it. So it's like yeah. got here. And, yeah. And man, this church has persevered and gone through some hard times. Yes. And the season that we're in right now feels so uh, alive.
4: It does. And so
1: refreshed. It does. And, um, you know, we talked about this before, but, you know, Christmas and Advent are a time to think about how seasons come and go. And this season that we're in at Crosspoint, specifically for the community yes. and how this song, God is Love, Really expresses so many people in our community. So, yes. we wrote the song with five yes. people. Yes, there
2: were five of us five in of the us room. Five of us in the
1: room, which is not normal.
2: Right. I have not, I can't recall a time I had five people in the room. That's so, that's, that's
1: special that we're, there's collaboration in the creation of a song. Yes. Come on. And then there's collaboration in producing the song and recording the guitar parts. Yes. And all of that was kind of farmed out at different times, different yes. days. And that's right. we called you all to come sing, and that happened at a, at a new studio that we had never been at before. And
4: yeah. I just think
1: it's really sweet that our team has a united front that can be expressed through the things we create. Yeah. And it's not yeah. just a Sunday morning stage thing. Like we get to create something that people can play all year all year round. Yes. That's pretty ridiculous.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dewan also played piano on this song. I did. Uh, did yeah. you play organ? Also? I did <laughs> play
1: organ, yeah. Oh, yep, we had yep. to put that
2: in there. Yeah. So yep. this song um, it was written by Dewan and myself, but also Sammy Bank, who's one of our worship leaders, Paul Gearing, who is at our Mount Juliet campus as a worship mm. pastor, and Christina Onstott, who yeah. has been with with us for almost 10 years so at oh, Um Stina. Christina wouldn't consider herself a songwriter, uh, but in this season, in this sweet season as a music team staff, we have started to um, create a rhythm of mm-hmm. saying yes to songwriting at least twice a month. Yeah. And so we have um, people like Christina who are like, I'm just going to say yes and put it on the table and who knows what God's going to do with it. And look, yeah. we got to write this song together you know. and we got to bring you guys in to sing on it, which you did an amazing Love job. That. It was so fun. If yeah. you guys could have seen these two the day that we recorded it, I, Bobby was like, please take a picture of me. I want to show my mom. Like it was oh. a, Always this mom. is such oh. a proud oh. moment. And um, you know, the the thing about recording in a studio, as opposed to even leading a room in worship, is there's this unnecessary pressure,
0: yeah. right?
2: That's like, I need to be perfect. I need to sound a certain way. And you've got these headphones on, mm-hmm. you kind of get in your head. yeah. And Amanda, that was like a conversation we had where oh, it was yeah. like you've you can, got all the ingredients man. just do you and push back against that that need to feel like perfect and oh. perform because you are the appointed person yes. for this song so mm-hmm. do what you do well and it's a can you talk about that at all is there a is yes. there a battle that goes on when you
4: came <laughs> into the studio that day that you had to overcome well you come into this quiet space if anyone listening has ever done anything of the sort it is the most quiet it's like you're you're talking or singing in a vacuum, so you just hear everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody sounds good in the shower. Yeah. I'm right. Like, can we just do this in the shower, right. you know, like in a, right. with some acoustics? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the place that you record vocals. Yeah. And so you really have to level set yourself um, to... Trust the Lord going into those situations knowing, Lord, I'm going to go in. I'm going to do what you made me to do. I'm going to enjoy the process. And I'm going to obey you and leave the consequences to you. Like, I'll obey and— Whatever you would like to see come out of this, come out of it, yeah. and then with y'all's very talented hands touching things, you know, putting pixie dust where uh, I may have. Uh...
1: No, let me tell you something. No. It's like, what do I do with this gold-plated plaque? Yeah, it's already been polished and shining.
4: Yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like our job was just to encourage you to sing. It right? was great. I mean,
2: we were here. We were there to help push you to do what you do. Yeah, you know, so there's no good. that unnecessary pressure in the so studio.
1: Good. Yeah, I particularly like both of your voices um, because they're not typically the voice. As you hear in Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just excited to hear more of you and more, more singers like you have a space in just specifically the worship space. Yeah. But even in, in recorded Christian music because you both have a strong vibrato in your voice. Yes. I don't know where you get all your power in your voice, I, man. I mean, Bobby, we, we seriously, y'all, I, didn't, I had heard word. you lead worship and it's amazing, but I had never heard you kind of just open, open up. up. Yeah. And I looked at Cheryl when you I'm like, He can do that? It's it's
3: funny you say that because I've never thought of myself as like that Uh. vocally. I've always felt like I just have kind of a light, you know, which... um, I mean, I've learned to kind of like... (laughs) Hold on, hold on (laughs) a minute. So what is heavy for you? I I mean, I have a background in classical music, so that's what I was trained in in college. And um, and of course, worship is very different from that, you know? And so I feel like when I first started branching out into other things other than classical music, I would listen to myself in a recording, I'd be like, I sound like an opera singer trying to sing rock yes. or worship yeah. or something. Yeah. It just sounded weird to me. So I had to kind of over time, learn how to take the the basic principles I learned, you know, in vocal training in that arena and kind of apply it to, yeah. to different genres. And so, um, so I guess there, you know, there is some, I guess, power that's involved with classical, but it's just approached in a different way. Yeah. So when yeah. I tried to adjust, I felt like I was always kind of struggling to find that middle
1: ground. It so, can be hard. It can yeah. be really hard. Yeah, and I, you know, as, I hear that as a songwriter, and I'm like, man, I want to write a song for Bobby Yeah, where he can sing the yes. way he was made to sing. That's right. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why we're developing the songwriting culture at our church mm-hmm. is there are a lot of great songs, and we don't need new songs for new songs' sake. Yeah. But people may be wondering, with so many Christian songs out there and so many worship records, why would you write new Christmas songs? There mm-hmm. there's so many great Christmas songs that exist. Yeah. And I would say that's one of them is that some songs need a voice
0: to carry, to carry, it. carry it? Yes, yeah. and yeah.
1: and they need a story behind it. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and I can tell. I don't. You know, we haven't had a lot of deep conversations about your voice, but when I heard you sing in the studio, I was like, man, there is a story behind
0: yes. this
1: voice. I'm actually curious because I'm sure other people are as well. Um, tell me a little bit about your family background and Christmas background, and if there's anything about that that would help people understand why your voice is what it is.
3: Oh, wow, that's a deep question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm adopted, so, um, you know, I'd like to say I, I inherited my, you know, any musical ability I have <laughs> from family, but, you know, <laughs> okay. um, actually, though, my mom, my uh, my adoptive mother, but my mom, she's my real mother, mm-hmm. uh, but she has a very musical background. She mm-hmm. um, sang and she did... Um, bands throughout school and and I think she did like all state and both. Like she was very good. My dad um played the French horn when he was in school. So there nice. is, you know, definitely a background there which is interesting, you know, yeah. being adopted. But um yeah, I don't know. I didn't really grow up singing. I grew up in a really small town. We didn't have a choir. We had the, you know, marching band, which I didn't do. Um, but I just knew I loved to sing. And then my junior year of high school, we had a choir director step in, and and she was a big shot from the Dallas area and mm-hmm. said, I want to start a choir here and wow. see what I can make of it. And and I love to sing, so I signed up. And she um, was kind of the start of me really learning um. My voice, I guess, wow. vocally. Um, so that was a you know huge step for me. The Lord kind of opened some doors in college and um, being introduced to Nashville. I look back; it's funny how you look back on your life and you see the pieces that God has put yeah, in place, sure. and how at the time you didn't realize how it all fit together. Yeah. Because um, I would not be here, you know, if she had wow. not stepped in and started that program. So, wow. um, so that's really cool for me. And Christmas time, um, small family; we've just always spent Christmas together. I've been very, very fortunate to be able to go home still, even after living in Nashville for past 15 years and be with family so yeah that's great man
1: we were in the writing room and we you know it can be a tall task to write a new Christmas song yes or specifically an Advent song because Advent comes with a history of expectations and it's a story that we want to honor Um, so not only having a a story and a testimony for someone to sing we want to write something that's got value right that's got a a longer shelf life and that is just not you know trite yes um so I remember we were writing that day and I, to the point of writing something different, I wanted to write something that wasn't necessarily like a Christmas carol, yes. but felt more like a campfire, almost like sitting around a Christmas tree and singing. yeah. And um, and it was funny. I said, this melody came in my head and I was like, has anybody heard this melody? Love, love, love. I feel like it would be a great melody. <laughs> I was like, you should write that. And she was like, yeah, the Beatles. The, be- the, the, the Beatles, I was like, All you need is love. <laughs> I was like, Good try, Duan. I was like, well, we can't do that. That would be copyright infringement. But we took that idea, the heart of that song, yeah. and kind of the that togetherness, the, the togetherness yeah. of yeah. it, um, and tried, And what, what would it be like to sing about the love of Christ? As a
2: church. As a church. At church. Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. This, and the song, I feel like it is so appropriate for Christmas, yes. but I also see life throughout the other, mm-hmm. you know, Three hundred sixty-four days of the year. Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. is love. He is the um, the embodiment of love, and we do have Christmas lyrics about his um, uh, being birthed in the hay and moments that allude to Christmas. But this is a song for all year. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of it's. I always imagine people kind of swaying and singing as they're you know singing the song. I mean, one of the lyrics that we wrote um, you mentioned about. Um, oh, I remember this too, Cheryl. It took a long time to structure these verses.
2: That's right.
1: Because we had the chorus probably within 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, God, God is love, God is love.
2: And we wanted to put more words in there, but yeah. we thought, let's keep it simple. Yeah, keep let's it keep real it really simple. simple.
1: And um, we finally landed, and this is a lesson for any songwriters. You know, some some songs come with inspiration, mm-hmm. some with perspiration. <laughs> and hey, that's you have, good. <laughs> you have to work to get it. We had to work for these. But once yeah. you got the framework of... We should ask the question: Who are we talking about? Yeah, you know, because all of us have heard the word "love" in our relationships, or in podcasts, or in sermons, and it's really easy to make that a very general, non-specific, um, non-person word. Right. When I think Scripture actually teaches that love is a person, very person. It's not a. It's not just an emotion or yes. just an experience or just right. butterflies. It's actually um, the incarnate Word of God, yes. Jesus Christ. So that's why we started the verse: like, who's the one? Who has it all and gave it all away? And then the chorus answers those questions.
2: Love. God is love. God
1: God is love. And so um, when you are in the studio, well, first of all, when you first heard the song, you could be honest. You don't have to butter us up. But tell me one of your first uh, impressions of the song. Like, did you hear yourself singing it? Were you nervous about singing it? Like, what did you think when you first heard that demo? Well, I actually didn't hear
3: it right. until, yeah. until when we got to the studio. <laughs> so I was like, wait, Amanda, you got an you got you got attachment? With You're a, a pro, man. I really? I so, know, and
2: for his first time. We boy. set him up real well. Uh, so,
3: yeah. But y'all, you guys you made it, it so easy. I mean, yeah, and the second I heard it, I was like, it, it was funny to me how, um, how simple it was, but how profound at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that that's so— um, neat about God and who he is it's yes. that his love is so simple but it's yeah. so profound and so deep and mm-hmm. I think that 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 this song kind of portrays that which cool. is really cool cool man good do you good, have good. some
4: thoughts Amanda uh, before well, or after I, I I loved the melody and mm. I loved how um, a lot of worship music at least the things that we I have heard as a female when you when you hear worship music, Typically, there's a lot of ballads given to the ladies, Mm. which is just not the way that the Lord has made my voice to sing. Mm. I love a low pocket. I love jazzy, bluesy feel. Mm. So I heard this, and I was like, oh, this is so nice. (laughs) It was refreshing to, yeah, hear a melody that I already felt in advance would just be something that I would naturally be singing on my own anyway. That's
2: cool. Oh, it's so good. I loved it. One of my favorite parts about this song is the bridge. Um, I love, I, I think that part came to me pretty naturally in the writing process, but mm-hmm. the focus was the family of God, mm-hmm. that love is, um, what unites us is what overcomes every difference, every mm-hmm. barrier, mm-hmm. um, every nation, tribe, and tongue, uh, will one day on bended knee praise our yes. God. Mm-hmm. And, um, only love can do that. You know, mm-hmm. we live in a time where, um, it, it can be a catch-all word that has yep. gotten watered down, mm-hmm. redefined, yeah. and um, we've got to come back to the biblical definition yes. of what love is, mm-hmm. and um, God is love. Mm-hmm. I've got this written down. It says, fortunately, the Bible tells us a story so that we see God's love in action, from his creative acts to his endless pursuit of wayward sinners the love of God is on full display. And when we were tasked to write a song about love, I will tell y'all, there was a time before I started writing songs in the church for the church, I was a full, uh, full blown country music songwriter. And uh, to be honest, I would write a, most of my songs were about women empowerment, cheating, even drinking—like just country music yeah. and um, broken hearted, cheating love songs. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> your dog and if your somebody, and your, yeah, 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 your dog in yeah. your truck and yep. the, the the beer can out back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just—I was at the time I was serving in in our church as a worship leader and I loved Jesus. Jesus. and um, you know people would say, "Hey, do you think that one day you'll write songs about God or or about for the church?" And I just felt like that was a hump that I could never overcome um, because very currently in that season, I couldn't even write a song, a love song. It felt cheesy. It felt like there's enough of that. That's kind of how I felt about songs in the church. Yeah, and that was in 2016, 2017, <laughs> and it was actually in in my private time of of seeking the Lord in prayer that I began getting like melodies, I believe, through the Spirit and was like, is this for me? Is this for the church? And God began rewriting a story for me about the possibility of what songwriting could could be. I still write country songs. I still write pop songs. But my focus is writing songs for the church, um, for the people and for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy and ironic to me that I got to write a song called God is Love. Yeah. Because those two things were yes. things six years ago. Wow. Yes. I was like, I have, I just can't do it. Wow. I'm not called to do that. Wow. Other people are. Yay, yay, yay. Wow. Just not me. Yeah. So even, I guess, writing this song for me is a, a redemptive piece of Beautiful. my creative process. Yeah. That's
1: special. You know, I think that's why I'm really grateful for for our church that would— I mean, our church is really great at serving the community. We're great at um, Bible teaching. But they're also investing in creative art. And, yes. And— I think that's why art is important for for songwriters and for singers and for worship leaders and for painters and photographers. That's right. Because sometimes that connection doesn't happen until you're in the artistic process. Yeah. We had so many theological conversations while we wrote this song. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like we can't say that because the Bible does not de- <laughs> the Bible does not teach that. That's you know, right. Or we should say that because we don't say that enough. You know, um, we go into the second verse. Uh, people will know us by our love, and you know. Yeah. Bible teaches you can't say you love God and not love the person that you're standing beside. You can't without Come loving on. your neighbor, and so one of the challenges of a songwriter is delivering truth to people, yes, in a way that they can chew and swallow in a melody that they can sing around their house every every yeah. day or every cool. year.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and that's a high calling. Yeah, it's a high calling, and I'm grateful that we get to do that as a family.
0: Yeah, and
1: get to press into that. Um, specifically, we're talking about this project. You. You know, it, it, this song could live outside of Advent, but for Advent, when you all think about Christmas, you think about this season, um, and you think about the love of God. Yeah. How has the love of God touched your life? Like, what—basically, what testimony or quick story could you share about oh, how the love of God has touched your life?
4: So good. That's
1: a great question. Wow. I got tissues or, like, you know, if we yeah. need to, <laughs> an altar call or whatever. Here, just so. crinkle <laughs> up this music.
4: I think—you want to go? Yeah. No, um, I I don't care. This is like this is like one of those questions that wow. Well, I I'm gonna try to figure out how to how to make it somewhat concise. When I think about the love of God, it is truly a transformative experience for the human being who lays down their will and says yes to Jesus, and the Holy Spirit's work in someone's life and heart. When that happens from the inside out is truly a transformation in the highest sense of the Word in the deepest and widest sense of the word. When I think about who I was before Jesus,
1: yeah, and then
0: yes.
4: who I am now with Jesus, you, Lord, it is a completely here. different yes. human being. Yes. The things that I am now able to take off of my back like a heavy coat, the things that I carried around with me that now I, with a relationship with God and the things that I have seen him do and the ways that he has been so uh, just providential and protective and um, just joy-filled, the, what he has done to me personally on the inside out. It is difficult to explain to people, but it is a real thing. And so it's, a, it's incredible. It's It's transformative. It really is transformative. That's the theme of of your
2: story is like it transforms um, you. Yes. And it also transforms the way you see things. And it transforms the way the
4: world can influence you. It is fully and wholly transformative. My marriage. Yeah. My children. Relationships. My relationships. My workplace. And to be able to sing songs as a creative instead of out like I used to do, right. pre-Jesus, and now for it to be vertical, wow. not wow. horizontal. Wow. It takes anything that you're able to express as a creative mm-hmm. to a whole nother level.
0: That's yeah. beautiful. Yes, Man, Lord.
2: Praise God. We're going to start praising right here. something yeah. oh. in this room. Yeah. Bobby, anything? <laughs> I'd love to hear how has the love of God chased you down? or you have a story Man, about Man,
3: it's all through— um, it, The Lord has loved me in very tangible ways. Like um, my my parents are kind of my biggest example for me, um, being adopted and just kind of as I've learned more about the Lord and kind of what our um, heritage is and adoption, you know, through Christ and and into His family, and just seeing how um, how perfectly the Lord aligned those two people. To, to love me and to take me in and Beautiful. to, you know, help mold me into what God created me to be. I think that that's such yeah. a testament.
2: That's a testimony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> to like, you know, to what—it makes me want to strive more, to, to pursue more of who the oh. Lord created me to be, because I don't want that to go to waste, you know? Yes. And so um, so they're kind of my inspiration, my parents have been. Wow. And— um,
2: who knew? We're <laughs> writing a song about being in the family of God, mm-hmm. and that once we accept the love of Jesus, we are—we are now a part of the family of God. Yes. And Bobby, you—I mean, if for any. It confirms to me that you're the right voice to be a part of carrying this song, yes. because you have experienced what it feels like to be adopted into a family—not just of God, but also in your very personal, oh. real life story. Praise the Lord! Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> that is just—I have goosebumps because yeah. it's just confirmation. God goes before us; He knew right. that you would that's be right. the right one to sing on it on that day, that's even right. though you didn't hear the song until.
1: <laughs> right you got yeah. it you. So, Is that that fresh yeah. I Isn't mean, that, I, I think that's what. Maybe the message that we would leave with people yeah. is that um, because this time of year can be very hard for those who don't feel like they have a family right. or yes. they're in a family that they maybe don't want to be in right. or it's— it's, it's um, Or
2: maybe they're struggling with the love of God. That's right. How, yes. Where is it? How can I experience That's it? That's
1: right. That's right. You know, um, I think our prayer that this song would remind people that they are first loved by God. Yes. yes. And that his love is transformative to them personally. And that he can transform even the most lonely, depressed, sad heart. Yes. Yes. Um, And at the same time, he can put you in a family. Mm -hmm. To where that transformation doesn't stop with... Yeah. Your individual life, but it starts to leak out That's to a right. uh, family of people. That's right. Um, and so, I, uh, a practical prayer that I want to pray for people is that they would find the love of God this season, yes, and they would find the family of God this season, yes, and Amen. and hopefully find the love of God through family.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: That they would be embraced either by physical family members or church yes. or That's friends. Right. Amen. And they they would know the love of God through that.
2: Amen to that. We can um, we can trust that God sees um, and that. He sees you if you're if you're listening or watching. That God has a plan, and yes. um, he's never he's not done writing our story. He has the final say, and I would love if we could close our time together with praying God's word back to Him. We know that God's word, um, once spoken, does not return void. That's right. And so let's um, let's pray. John thirteen verses thirty four and thirty five says, "A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another." just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So, God, we pray in in this space that you would surround um, your children with love in this Christmas season, in this rhythm of Advent, Lord. That your love would be tangible, that your love would be redefined for those who have known um, hard and hurtful love on this side of heaven. That your love. Would be redefined, that it would be overwhelmingly, uh, beautifully experienced. God, you are love. Love comes from you. Um, It is actively uh, pursuing us, and you are calling us to love others. So teach us, Lord. um, Surround us with your love this Christmas season. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen.
0: Amen. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. Christmas.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening to the Advent 2023 podcast. We hope these episodes have been inspiring to you and that the songs we have shared with you are part of the soundtrack for the season. We believe there is an immense beauty and wonder to be found in the Advent season and in the process of songwriting. We have loved the opportunity to share this process with you. Well, this is our final podcast series of 2023, but if you'd like to get updates about future podcast series, we will be releasing in the new year, you can sign up to receive our email updates at crosspoint.tv slash podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at crosspoint.tv, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Crosspoint Music Official. We hope you'll join us in person at one of our campuses or online for our Christmas at Crosspoint services this weekend. You can find those service times at crosspoint.tv slash Christmas. We're looking forward to celebrating and rejoicing in the arrival of our Savior. Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas, Crosspoint. Crosspoint. For now and for the last time, pause for a moment, turn up the volume, and let this song wash over you as you take a moment to reflect on the Son of God being sent to this earth for the hope peace, joy, and love of the world.